You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark King, for this show. Make sure you're following the show on Twitter at Locked On Grizz. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at King underscore producer. We have the Facebook page up and going now. You can go over to Facebook.com slash Locked On Grizzlies. It'll take you to the page. Make sure you go over there and like that too as well. Uh, however you get your news, um, you can get it from either source. Uh, we post all the episodes on both, so you will never miss one at all. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you're subscribed in iTunes. And if you have a minute, I would really, really appreciate if you guys uh, went over and did a review in iTunes. It really helps out the show, helps out the ratings. Uh, and the the higher the ratings, the further we get pushed up in iTunes as far as like Grizzlies podcast. So again, appreciate that if you guys will take the time out and go do that. Um, got a great show for you guys today. Going to talk with uh, Sean Corp, editor-in-chief of Detroit Bad Boys, the SB Nation blog for the Detroit Pistons. Um, we're also going to preview... Uh, just with myself, take a look, look a harder look at this uh, Pistons team and uh, see what the Grizzlies uh, should and should not be able to accomplish against this team. Uh, the Grizzlies take on the Pistons coming up tonight at FedEx Forum. Uh, this is the start of a two-game homestand for the Grizzlies. They play uh, the Pistons tonight and the Nets on Friday. Then they go on a two-game road trip uh, at the Spurs, then at the Pelicans, then back at home. Um, next Wednesday, one week from today, uh, with the Spurs at home. Um, this next road trip, or the next six to seven games, uh, really the next, um, yeah, the, probably the next six to seven games is, is really something that will test the Grizzlies. Uh, you know, w- will they be able to come out on top? I guess is a, I guess is the correct word. But uh, the past, you know, past two weeks, the even December has been a very a very tough schedule for the Grizzlies. I mean, it, they've been on the road trips. They've been uh, playing against uh, much better teams, uh, mo- most more often than not. And so, but this next stretch of like seven games is a, is a, a stretch of games that is very much games against competitions that is more to their level. It's competition that teams are that are either a mediocre, struggling in the in the race for the eighth or seventh, eighth seed in the Western Conference. So. Uh, this will, but by this time next week, we should know much, much more about the Grizzlies. If they are truly a bad team, or if they've just been playing really good teams and also having some struggles at the same time, which, um, which is right now I'm chalking it up to is just it's been a tough schedule, and and this is kind of where we thought the Grizzlies would be all along. They just they weren't, you know, they kind of fooled us in the beginning with uh, playing so well and starting well, starting so well, but they are a, a average to above average team uh, that will try to sneak into the Western Conference playoffs. So uh, this start to the next you know seven games Detroit then they played except Detroit tonight the Nets Spurs Pelicans Spurs Heat uh, these next games will, are really more in line with teams they should be able to beat um, and hopefully they come out uh, next by the time next week with a, with a winning record and uh, it will go a long way to putting them back in the playoff race in the Western Conference currently they're sitting I believe at 10th, I mean, uh, yes, they're 10th in the Western Conference, uh, just a couple games out of the 8th seed. So um, there's going to be a dogfight for the 7th and 8th spot here, uh, probably about three to uh, probably about four or five teams um, down the stretch of this season. So uh, the Grizzlies really, you know, they have to, if they want to be a playoff team, if that's truly you know, what they think they are, they have to be able to beat these type of teams. It's really that simple. These these are the type of teams that are in the same spot that 
the Grizzlies are, and um, they are about the same team and about as good as they are. And so these are the games that you really, really should be able to win. Um, so hopefully the Grizzlies, it's an important stretch of, of, of seven, six, seven games. Um, the Grizzlies have, it's a very important stretch for them to be able to a put some distance between them and other teams that are, um, playing for playoff spots, B win games against divisional opponents that could possibly come back for tiebreakers or whatever. If you get down to that, uh, Western conference playoff spot and C just to show that, the, you know, just to prove to themselves that they are, are still a good team and they just, they've had a bad stretch of games and, and a very, very tough month of December. So, um, the Grizzlies will, will, will know more this, this time next week, what the Grizzlies will be able to do, uh, coming up in the next segment after the break, we'll talk more about this, uh, Pistons Grizzlies game specifically that's coming up tonight at the forum. And then the last segment of the show, we'll have John Corp, editor of Detroit Bad Boys, the uh, SB Nation blog that covers the Detroit Pistons. He'll join me to talk about this game as well. Coming up after the break. Welcome back to the show. The Grizzlies take on the Detroit Pistons. Um, they are they are struggling, uh, <laughs> to say the least. They are struggling mightily. Uh, they are 16 and 18, eighth in the Eastern Conference. They are they are um, they are not a good basketball team. Uh, they, 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 there's not a whole lot of um, ways to say that they are, you know, they're worse, they're worse than the Grizzlies. I, I, I think that's safe to say they are worse than the Grizzlies. Uh, they're coming in at 21st in points per game at 107.7, uh, opponents points per game, 109, uh, that is 14th in the NBA. Um, they are 24th in offensive rating at 106 and they are 11th in defensive rating and they played a pace of, 16 uh, 99.4 which is good for 16th in the NBA. So, um they are, you know, slightly above average defense, uh not a great offense and they don't play very fast at all. Uh does that remind you of anyone at all? No, okay, I didn't think so. The Grizzlies um the the, the Pistons have a couple players. They have Blake Griffin, they have Andre Drummond. These these are the guys they play through every night. Blake Griffin averaging 24, almost 25 points a game, nine rebounds a game, five assists, uh, and almost uh, and half a block per game. He is taking six threes a game. Uh, Andre Drummond is that other guy that they run everything to. is 17 points per game, 15 rebounds is what he's averaging. Just a monster, monster number right there. 15 rebounds for Andre Drummond. Uh, almost two blocks per game. Just playing out of his mind, really, uh, in 1.5 steals per game for Andre Drummond. So these two guys are what they who, who they run their or, or their offense through. They run everything to these guys. Um, and so, you know, it's going to be on Marcus All and Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, to stop Jaron Jack, Jackson Jr. will match up with Blake Griffin. Marcus Hall will match up with Andre Drummond. Um, and I'm, I'm guessing, I'm assuming that's what most likely will, will be the case. Um, but they should be able to switch those two guys, I think, pretty easily. Uh, but, it, you know, those two guys are definitely bigger guys um, than, than Jaron Jackson's used to uh, guarding. So you might see some uh, Joe Kim Noah in there, which I don't I, I don't think you should. I think you should just ride with Jaron Jackson Jr. and let him uh, figure it out. But those two guys are the main uh, main people for the for the Pistons. Um, they don't get a lot of uh, help from their guards and their perimeter play. Uh, they don't have they have Reggie Bullock, which is going to be their starting power or starting small forward. That'll be Garrett Temple probably on that matchup. Either uh, Garrett or Kyle, one or the other, uh, and then Reggie Jackson will be the other person that Garrett and or Kyle is on. Reggie Jackson averaging fifteen points per game, uh, shooting six. 
threes a game, but I'm only making two, shooting just around 33% from three. Uh, Reggie Bullock is clearly their best three-point shooter at 40% for uh, the year from three, uh, taking six threes a game, making just over two at 11 points a game. Uh, The Grizz or the Pistons are coming off a losing streak. They're actually playing uh, the Bucks right now, but they are losing very, uh, very badly. They are, so it'll be three losses in a row for them. So they'll be coming off a back-to-back as well, as well as three losses uh, they've lost. It'll be five out of the last six they've lost. So, um, you know, they've had another six-game losing streak in there as well. Um, so just... Not a whole lot to go on off the bench for these guys. I mean, you you know, they're getting a lot of their, their numbers from their, from their starters. Um, and a lot of times they're getting only their numbers from Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond. That's, you know, that is like, that is their team. So the Grizzlies are going to have to be able to, if they can shut down their interior play, uh, really make it difficult for those guys to score, which we've seen in the past between Marcus Gasol and Blake Griffin. Uh, he's made Blake Griffin's life extremely miserable, uh, playing him even going back to his Clipper Clippers day. So, um, Blake Griffin is a guy that Marcus all really has his number and really understands how to play him well, how to make it very difficult for him to score. So, you know, uh, I think that's a probably, e- you know, I'd say not easy, but I think that's something that Marcus all is capable of doing. Uh, and then it'll be depending on what Jamal or what Jaron Jackson Jr. be able to do against either Andre or Blake, however they're playing them, if they're switching and whatnot. Um, I mean, if you look at just the field goal, or just the attempts per game, Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, uh, Blake Griffin, 18 attempts per game, Andre Drummond, 15 attempts per game. Uh, the next best is Reggie Jackson at 12. So, I mean, this is literally all they have is, is Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. Um, off the bench, you're looking at Luke Kennard is their guy off the bench. It's a, a streaky shooter um, uh, playing – 19 20 minutes a game averaging six seven points a game so um as of late as looking at the past couple games box scores he's he's averaging double double figures the past couple games so um it is definitely a guy that can get hot um and so the grizzlers have to continue to watch that uh, as they come in with their bench uh make sure none of these these guys that are are normally you know role players or, or lower tier bench players make sure they don't come in and, and, and score buckets again against them and so uh, the bench row had to continue had to be had to be good in that area because so, they, they they do have players that are capable of getting hot. Um, so uh, that's something to look out for. But again, this is all about Blake Griffin and Andre jumping and something to do really well is rebound the ball. Obviously, um, we just talked about Andre jumping averaging 15 points per game or six to 15 rebounds per game. Um, they are sixth in the league in offensive rebounding and they get a lot a lot of second chance points. That, that is something that um, they do. So that is something that they do really, really well. And something that the Grizzlies are terrible at is giving up second chance opportunities. And so if the, if the Grizzlies have to have to really watch something at that, if one thing that I have to look out for and try to eliminate is it's really trying to keep them off the boards. I know that's easier said than done with the Grizzlies because they're, they're not good at rebounding the balls we've seen all year long, but um, they're going to have to really make it a priority to try to team rebound and, and, and forsake uh, outlet passes and really try to keep them off the boards. Again, easier said than done with someone like Blake Griffin, especially with someone like Andre Drummond, just two guys that are, are very, very good at rebounding and Andre Drummond, especially very good at, at reading the rim, knowing where balls come off the rim at and, and trying to get in those open spaces. So, um, but I think if they can limit these guys, Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond to, you know, below their averages, I think they'll have an easy time winning this game. This is a game that you should win. 
it, it's plain and simple. This is a game that you should be winning against the Detroit Pistons. They're coming in uh, losing four or five of their last six. Uh, just not too long ago, they were on another six-game losing streak. They uh, have Zaza Pachulia, who may or may not play, did not play tonight against the against the Bucks. Uh, he's day to day. Their backup point guard is Smith, or who was the backup point guard is Smith, is out uh, and for another few weeks. Um, so they have a few key players out. Again, they're coming in on a back to back on a losing streak. Uh, you know, it's 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 definitely not something you can take for granted that you're just going to win this game because it it could could possibly be a trap game where you just think you're going to move on to uh, the Nets, but this game is a is something you should is a game you should win. This game again, a game on Friday against the Nets are games that you should win. Um, it, there's no way around it. If you're going to be, if you want to be a good a good basketball team, good basketball teams. The the difference between good basketball teams and great basketball or bad basketball teams is good basketball teams beat the teams they're supposed to beat, and then go out and win some against they're not go out and win some against teams they may not are supposed to beat. That's the difference. And elite basketball teams just beat, beat everybody. But if you want to be a good basketball team, this is a game you have to win. Uh, and hopefully the Grizzlies can do that and get, the, get on the right back on the right side of 500. Uh, coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk to Sean Corp, editor of the uh, SB Nation blog, Detroit Bad Boys. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Sean underscore Corp. Stay tuned for that. Welcome back to the show. I have uh, a great guest joining me, Sean Corp with Detroit Bad Boys. You can follow him on Twitter at Sean underscore Corp. Sean, what's going on, man? Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. The Grizzlies take on the uh, the Detroit Pistons. So Sean is uh, from the editor in charge over at Detroit Bad Boys SB Nation blog over there. Um, he is here joining me to uh, try to break down this matchup between the Grizzlies and the Pistons. Uh, the Pistons are uh, 16 and 18 on the season. That's eighth in the NBA Eastern Conference. Uh, the Pistons, uh, I think they're probably a little. They're they're probably not as good as you, as maybe everyone thought they would be. Is this where you thought they would be at this point in the season? Uh, yeah, I think uh, maybe I was a little more skeptical than a lot of people. Uh, it seemed like they had a lot of sort of roster construction issues that didn't really get resolved from last year to this year. So they're kind of right where I thought they would be, um, which is pretty mediocre or maybe even a little worse. So I can't say that I'm terribly surprised, even though it's kind of a, a bummer to follow. Yeah, uh, trust me, I, I know I spent all of the year last year covering the Grizzlies, who uh, didn't win that many games and were very, very bad. Um, the Grizzlies are are just as just as average as the Pistons probably this year. Uh, the Pistons side, Blake Griffin, uh, leading the charge, averaging 24, almost 25 points a game. Um, then Andre Drummond, uh, almost 18 points a game. Uh, what is it about those two that are, makes the, that two, I guess, front court so successful? Well, I think it's, uh, it's two factors. One, uh, you can basically run an entire offense through Blake. Uh, the struggles that the Pistons are going through are certainly not because of Blake Griffin. He's kind of grown his game year over year. And this year he's really uh, advanced as a three-point shooter, a high-volume three-point shooter, which is basically exactly what the Pistons need, kind of how you want to run a modern NBA offense. He's a great passer. He's a decent rebounder. So he's doing everything that they need him to do. They just need more from his supporting cast. Uh, For Andre Drummond, 
having less of an offensive load or a primary offensive load has been really good for him. Uh, so he can focus more on just being a great rebounder. The Pistons are the best or among the best rebounding teams in the NBA, and they really rely on that, including a lot of offensive rebounds coming from Drummond for easy second chance opportunities. And he's growing as a defender. He's blocking more shots and uh, he's hitting free throws now. Uh, he's not great, but he's a heck of a lot better than he was a couple of years ago. So those kind of uh, those two big men are basically it, they kind of lead the attack in Detroit. They're, the Pistons don't get a lot from the perimeter. That's why they're struggling. But uh, as far as reliability, those two big men kind of bring it more often than not. You mentioned rebounding uh, the Pistons are six in the league right now in offensive rebounds, and the Grizzlies are uh, dead last in allowing re- rebounds uh, in the league. So is this something that they – offensive rebound, you mentioned second-chance po- points with Andre Drummond. Is this something that the Pistons rely on, uh, or is it something they, they uh, try to you know put a focus on every game, or is that just a factor of having two really good big guys? Well, I'd say that <laughs> I wish they didn't have to rely on it, but I think uh, – they play to their strengths a little bit as far as knowing that they can have Andre Drummond near the paint, trying to get those offensive boards either for a put back or a kick out. And then also, unfortunately, uh, the Pistons offense is not actually good at making the ball go through the basket. So it creates a lot of offensive rebound opportunities. So uh, perhaps if they were hitting their threes more or just had more reliable uh, scores at the rim other than Drummond, uh, they wouldn't be so prolific as far as a rebounding team, but they're not a good offense. And so that's kind of the thing that makes them even passable is the fact that they can get a lot of second chance opportunities. You're saying a lot of things that, I, that I'm hearing that sound exactly like the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies have a uh, pretty bad offense as well. And so this is a game probably we'll see uh, a lot of missed shots. Uh, could Could be a very low scoring game. The Grizzlies, you know, get – out of these games because of their defense whenever they're whenever they're able to win games which is at the moment few and far in between but they're able to get uh back into it with their defense it sounds like uh kind of the same second chance points uh area for the pistons um but off the bench uh the grizzlies always seem how somehow lose track of one player off the bench so I'll, i ask i do all these game previews with a bunch of different writers and i ask them always the same question this same some of the same questions and uh who is that guy off the bench that would be able to uh, really come in and be effective for the Pistons. It seems like the Grizzlies struggle with at least one person off of a bench just because their bench is so bad as well. Well, I think two names come to mind immediately. They're kind of uh, players that can run really hot or really cold, and that's Langston Galloway and Luke Kennard. Uh, Galloway's kind of an undersized shooting guard, but he is a unconscious perimeter shooter. He will always shoot from 27 feet out he it doesn't matter he'll come off screens and shoot he'll spot up shoot uh he's just always going to catch and shoot no matter what and then luke Kennard is a second year player he's kind of still trying to figure out how to be aggressive but when he finds his comfort zone because he has a lot of offensive skills uh when he gets comfortable and he doesn't second guess himself he finds himself in the flow of the offense he can be a very dangerous very efficient scorer both from the perimeter, from mid-range, kind of as a, a quasi-distributor. So if he gets cooking, he's he's very dangerous. 
And uh, the Grizzlies uh, are going to try, obviously, uh, get a win. So the Pistons uh, tonight, is, tomorrow, as we're recording this, and I before talking with Sean Corp at Sean underscore Corp on Twitter, editor in chief over at the SB Nation blog, Detroit Bad Boys. Um, what are what are the weaknesses the Grizzlies can try to exploit to get that win tomorrow? Well, when I think about sort of the matchup problems that the Pistons are probably going to have, I think of those those two mainstays in Memphis, Mike Conley and Mark Saul. Uh, I think that the biggest weakness of the Pistons from a defensive perspective is at the point of attack. And uh, Mike Conley is very good as a distributor. He's very good as a three-point shooter, and he can kind of sense when to attack and probe the defense. And I think he could uh, do a lot of damage against Reggie Jackson and the other defenders in Detroit. He could have a sort of high point game. He could have a high assist game. He could have both. And then uh, thinking about sort of the way Mark Gasol plays against a player like Drummond, I'd say that Andre Drummond struggles the most when he's playing a very sort of uh, intuitive big man who is uh, kind of can pick his spots or kind of exploit anything given to him. Mark Gasol is somebody that can uh, kind of shoot a 18-footer or even a three-pointer, which uh, when Drummond plays against those kinds of big men, he can really be hesitant to close out, creating a lot of open opportunities, or he could be prone to foul. Uh, Gasol's also very good at uh, kind of exploiting the over-aggressiveness of his defender to get a good look down low, and that's something that uh, opponents have used against Drummond before, kind of not going for that first move, but going for that counter move. And so uh, he could kind of score both in the paint and from the perimeter and uh, be sort of the high point man in the game against the Pistons. Last question, I'll get you out of here. Uh, what is the what does the starting lineup look like for the Pistons uh, tomorrow against the Grizzlies? Uh, well, it's been kind of in flux, but the way that it looks like it's going to shake out right now is uh, Reggie Jackson at point guard. Then you're going to have uh, a second-round draft pick rookie Bruce Brown at shooting guard. He's a sort of a, a slashing, very limited shot, but uh, a high-energy, long defender who's uh, very good on that end. So Dwayne Casey's relied on him a lot. He's sort of taken over as the starting shooting guard the last few games. Then you're going to have Reggie Bullock at small forward who's a pretty good defender, but he's also probably the best three-point shooter that the Pistons have. Then, of course, you have those two big men, Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, sort of down low. Again, Sean, I appreciate you joining me. Uh, Sean Corp, Sean, at Sean underscore Corp on Twitter, uh, editor-in-chief at the SB Nation blog, Detroit Bad Boys. Man, I appreciate you joining me. Thanks, for much, thanks so much for taking the time out. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks again to Sean Court for joining me for this episode of Lockdown Grizzlies. It was very insightful. I appreciate the time he took out to tell us a little bit more about this Pistons team and who we can watch out for and things of that nature. Again, make sure you're following the show on Twitter at Locked on Grizz. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at King underscore producer. Uh, if you want to be a featured sponsor on this show, make sure you email me at LockedOnGrizz at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts or online at LockedOnGrizzlies.com.